This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott and White Health. Neil and everyone here would like to thank all the good folks on the front line, the ones we see and the ones we don't see. We appreciate your hard work, keeping us healthy and hopeful in these tough times. And now, here's Neil. All right, uh, thank you very much, Stuby, and welcome back. It's our second hour of this very special program today. Every year on this day, when they play a huge game in the NFL, the Super Bowl, uh, we have Dr. George Ray McKeachern. Uh, George Ray spent his entire career uh, with the Texas AgriLife Extension Service of Texas A&M. We both uh, we worked together. Um, he was at state level. I was at a regional level, uh, North Texas, uh, and uh, it was the Texas Agricultural Extension Service, which seemed to me to be just a wonderful name for the organization. Then it went through about nine uh, uh, transformations of names, each involving a whole bunch of letterhead changes. Uh, it's, uh, I'm on a rant. I'll quit. Uh, But anyway, George Ray stayed all the way through his career and won all the awards all deserved. And he has joined us now for 39 consecutive years. And uh, we're both going for 40 uh, years next year. So he's already committed (laughs) to that one. And and I welcome him back for the second hour this morning. George Ray, thank you for taking time. Yes, sir. Let's I appreciate it. Yeah, we're going to we're going to plunge into a couple of uh, the uh, questions that came into my eGardens mailbox that I set up for this purpose while we refill the phone lines uh, and I do have an SPCA of Texas dog uh, apparently is just uh, uh uh fate brought us together with Figgy, Figgy the dog. So we'll do that in just a moment. The phone number if you'd like to call is 800-288 WBAP 800-288-9227. George Ray always gives his predictions of the Super Bowl, and we'll ask for that also in just a moment. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Figgy, a one-year-old shepherd mix ready to find his new family. as gorgeous, thick, tan, light tan coat with big triangular ears and honey-colored eyes. His good looks aren't all he has going for him. He has a great personality as well. Figgy loves meeting new people, although he can be a bit shy at first. With a few treats, he warms up to strangers in no time. He's quite smart. He already knows commands like sit and shake. He'd love to meet any other dogs you have at home to see if they're a good match for him. Now through February 28, Figgy and all the other adult dogs and cats at the SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center, and the Ellis County Animal Care Center are only $14 to adopt. Figgy is waiting to meet you at the SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. I'll give you the address in just a moment. To meet him, stop by to visit any day between noon and 6. You could adopt Figgy today and and sit there and watch the Super Bowl tonight with Figgy right beside you. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Figgy has been neutered, microchipped. He's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. He's waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 west of Hampton Road in West Dallas. The SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center, is open for adoptions every day from noon until 6. Animals are available by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. They invite you to browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet and visit spca.org slash Dog Adopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash cat adopt to inquire about a cat. Again, this is Figgy, F-I-G-G-Y. Hope we can get Figgy adopted today. That would be wonderful. And you can see what he looks like. And uh, all you have to do is go to spca.org slash find a pet, one word, and enter the name Figgy. That's sponsored by Sunburst Shutters. If you're thinking about making your house look a whole lot better, let me suggest the quickest way to do that would be with Sunburst Shutters. Call them and invite them to come to your home, bring samples, hold them up in your windows, and help you make that uh, selection. They'll be happy to do that. Nice people. You'll enjoy meeting them. By the way, they're also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. Phone number to Sunburst Shutters is 214 343 
1-800-242-2601. You can also see them at uh, at sunburstshutters.com. These are made of polywood, P-O-L-Y, polywood. It's a man-made material. It doesn't crack or warp. It doesn't split. It doesn't peel. They're white or off-white, although they can be uh, faux-painted. Uh, uh, well, it's, uh, it can be painted. There's no faux about it. They can be spray-painted in their automotive spray booth, or they can be faux-stained to match any stain that you might have in your home. And uh, that's Sunburst Shutters. They operate so flawlessly. They're high, highly energy efficient, and they are custom made for each opening in your home. That's why they're so energy efficient. We have them, and we love them, and I think you will too. These are big plantation-style shutters, two and a half, three and a half, and four and a half inch louver size. Like I say, call them, let them show you what they look like by holding them up in your windows. Two one four. 343-2601, sunburstshutters.com. Maintaining a garden isn't easy, but it's nothing compared to what healthcare workers are facing. We join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying thank you to the front line. Thank you for working hard every day and for going all in to protect all of us. And now, back to Neil. All right, thank you, Stuby, and thank you to Baylor Scott and White very much for sponsoring this hour for many, many years. George Ray McEachern is with us from Texas A&M, and I have several pecan questions. I know you've spent a lot of years working on pecans, George Ray, and, and I want to fire them out. They're, they're kind of quick ones, I think, and I think the answers will be fairly quick as well. Uh, Errol Ray and Tyler has just planted two container-grown Mohawk pecans, and he's wondering if he needs to use a root stimulator uh, fertilizer on them, and if so, how, how long... And he also needs to know, uh, they're four feet tall, if he should take the tops out of them to make them branch like he does peaches and plums. Okay, real easy for the quickie answer. No, no stimulator, but we'll talk about nitrogen later. Yes on cutting them back. Whether they plant a container tree or they plant a, a dormant tree purchased from a nursery like Walmart, what you want to do is when you plant the tree, pack the soil as tight as you can, then cut the top back half foot. I mean, halfway. If it's an eight-foot tree, you cut it off at four foot. If it's a six-foot tree, you cut it off at three foot. Now, when the tree begins to grow, there will be several little shoots at the top. We rub all off except the one strongest shoot, and then that shoot will make maximum growth. Now, the way we fertilize is we give small, frequent applications, like every two weeks, we put uh, two tablespoons sprinkled or about three feet from the tree, and we water it in. Of course, we want to have, make sure we have no grass or weeds around the tree, and a little bit of mulch will will not hurt. Will will help actually. But we want to, another big thing on getting pecan trees going. If you've created a hole when you plant the tree, you pack it just as tight as you can. Do not overwater. If your planting hole becomes an underground lake, that will kill the young tree. So. The way we administer the water is important, just enough to keep the soil moist, but not enough to create an underground lake. You need to be careful that the uh, graft union um, on the pecan doesn't oh, yeah. slip down sure after you, you don't plant. go below the graft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, also that the that the tree doesn't sink into that hole that you have dug for it, too, that uh, it doesn't get that down too right. low. We like right. to set the bottom of the roots at the bottom of the hole. Yeah. Don't dig a giant hole. You're creating a lake that holds water. Dig the hole only the size of the root system. All right, I have a question from Mike in Wichita Falls. He wonders if it's possible to determine the variety of the pecan tree. This sounds like a, a consultant's job oh, for yeah. somebody. Yeah, well, from, by, observing, by observing the nuts and by observing the tree. Can you look at a pecan tree and can you no. look at a at a collection of the, the pecans and tell yeah. what variety it is? So you can look at the nuts and tell what tree it is, but you can't look at the tree and tell what it is. But what you do is you take your nuts, you put them in a Ziploc bag, and you mail them to the Department of Horticulture, Texas A&M. Monty Nesbitt is the first class, the new pecan man at A&M. He'll be happy to tell you what the variety is, and he will respond to your request. All right. And if I'm so, in the office when the little bag of pecans comes in, I'll look at him and I'll let it, I'll write him back and tell him what the name of his pecan is. You're you're going to help him then because you just set him up for a volume of work. All right. 
All right. Well, we don't want him to. We do have people that will send you 20 nuts. Now, that gets yeah. a little bit of overload. But if you have one or two pecans, that's no problem. We're happy to uh, try to ID them for you. Yeah. And, and folks, leave that to, to the ones that are most critical to you. And especially if it's an improved variety, don't be sending natives in and wondering if it might be. If you're out in a no, native uh, uh, woodland somewhere, uh, it's, yeah. it's going to be native. Well, we get, the, we get those two, and we, you know, it's part of the game you enjoy. Hey, we're glad to get requests. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, we, we, yeah, when you, I, I get that. I, uh, I kind of get off the boat after Burkett and after uh, Caddo. I think I can handle those two. Those are yeah. pretty dramatically shaped. All right, thank you. That helps on that. Uh, one other one, then I need to take a, a, a break and keep us on time. Kirk in Jack County, and I think you answered this uh, in in different words last hour. Uh, he wants to know if he can plant pecans in a coastal Bermuda pasture. I think I can oh, answer that one. The answer is no. Pecans yeah. are not competitive with coastal. And not uh, compatible with coastal. Are competitive. They will not get any water and yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, or any fertilizer either. So we, the number one deal in growing pecans is make sure there are no weeds or no grass. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. You're, all right, that's what we needed to know. James near Canton will be our first call up live this hour, and this will be right after this break. And he wants to know about Mayhaw, and uh, said they're uh, in full fruit, uh, and and uh, if uh, in an area with cedar trees. If cedar rust, cedar apple rust is going to be a problem for him. So hang on to that, and we'll come to that right after the uh, the break. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. This is my book that I want to get in your hands. I'm going to do a short version of this ad. The book is only available from my office or my website. The website is the better way to get it. The book is $36.95 plus tax and postage. That's a bargain because it's a hardback printed on high-quality paper. 840 photographs, 344 pages, and printed in Texas, not in China. I know I could have saved money if I'd printed in China, like most uh, uh, printers are doing now, uh, publishers, but I wanted to go to the press checks and make sure I got the book done the way I wanted it. It's in the fifth printing now. I guarantee your satisfaction, or I'll refund every penny that uh, you invest in it. And out of the 74,000 copies of those five printings, I've not been requested to refund one uh, on one book at this point, not once. And so I think the odds are very good that you will like this. It covers every aspect of lawns, landscapes, annuals, perennials, fruit and vegetables, everything about outdoor gardening for all parts of Texas. All counties are covered. I self-published it so I could have the editor and graphic designer that I wanted. This is the book I can hand you and say this is the way I wanted to do all of my books. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, available only by calling my office or going to my website. Office phone number, Monday through Friday uh, work hours, business hours, 1-800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way by far is to order it from neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, every book goes out signed. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. All right, thank you, Stuby. Let's talk about Wortham Brothers Roofing Company at 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com. Give them a call. Go to the website. Take a look around. You're going to like this company. 100,000 roofs installed. 
How many have you installed? Me too. That's a tough job. I want to recommend this company from first-hand experience. They did our roof three years ago, and we couldn't be happier. They saved us a lot of money in the uh, process of doing it because they recommended to us continuous ridge vents. And that cost us more money. You say, well, how'd that save you money? It saved us money on our summertime air conditioning bills. It kept the attic cooler. It keeps our attic cooler uh, in the summer. Cool is a relative term. It doesn't let it get as hot. Uh, Also, they recommended to us that we step up to a 40-year roof, a heavier roof, same company, same brand, but just a heavier weight roof. And that has saved on our insurance. That paid for itself within just a couple of years. Goodness gracious, they knew what they were doing. They will do the same thing for you. Let them go up on your roof and see if you need a new roof or not. They'll be looking for hail and wind damage. They'll be looking for age damage to your roof. If you don't need a roof, they'll tell you that. It's a great company. Since 1986, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, 972 562-5788-WBRoofing.com, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Gardeners are all about keeping plants healthy and protected, and the same should go for our loved ones. Together with Baylor Scott & White Health and the hardworking healthcare front line, we urge you to get the shot, mask up, and stay safe. And remind your family and friends to do the same. And now, back to Neil. All right, Snoopy, thank you very much. James has hung up on us. You know, if I if I kind of give a tease of what your question is, don't assume that I have asked your question for you. Don't hang up. I'll go ahead because uh, I think I am to blame for that. Uh, he was asking about Mayhaw, George Ray, and whether cedar apple rust would bother that uh, that crop. What is his answer for him? Best, uh, I wish he'd stayed to ask the whole question, but go ahead. Well, when I was a young boy, we'd go up to uh, Dorchip Bayou in Louis- North Louisiana, and we'd get on little cr- little uh, streams that fed down to it that ran with water. The men would beat the mayhaw trees. The fruit would f- fall in the water, and the little boys would be down in the creek with little uh, uh, sains, maybe a T-shirt or whatever, and scooping them up and putting them in a bucket. And we harvested mayhaws all day until we got, you know, five or ten gallons of mayhaw fruit went back, and Grandma made mayhaw jelly. Ooh. That's a thing of the past. That never happens anymore. <laughs> what we do, though, you can go online and type in mayhaw, and there are a few nurseries that sell mayhaw trees. Some go for as little as $5. Some go as much as $50 for a tree in a three-gallon container. So... The short of it is, mayhaws grow wild in southeast Texas and Louisiana. They make a fantastic jelly, and there are some varieties like Super Spur, Super Berry, Early Bloom. Those are three that I have in my notes. Those varieties can be purchased, and uh, the fruit is bigger than the wild mayhaws. But mayhaw jelly has become a thing of the past, and Grandma and like people like me talk about it, but this generation is a long way from from Mayhaws the way they used to be. What about uh, cedar apple rust? Is it a problem with Mayhaw? I don't know if we would go to the trouble of controlling it. We'll just I, I suspect that people that have Mayhaws just live with it. Cedar apple rust can kill the whole tree over time, and the rust is visible in your cedar trees. And an old-time recommendation on cedar apple rust is if you see any, it's, it's, it's an orange-reddish-colored rust that gets in a cedar tree, and we have a lot of cedar trees in Texas. Mm-hmm. We just cut that out and burn it. But uh, as for a fungicide program or a rust control program, I don't I don't see anybody going to trouble to doing that. I don't think you can. It it uh, it, sp- it spreads too easily, and and I don't think you can cut it out of a cedar tree. We have red cedars all over our property, and I came home like a brainiac when we were first uh, forty five years ago. Just had our brand new home. I was going to line my driveway with uh, <laughs> with uh, crab apples. I had them about a week, and I threw them away. I couldn't take them back because they were loaded with cedar apple rust. Yeah. Folks, this uh, this uh, fungus, this rust, goes. it has alternate hosts. It goes from the cedar tree to the apple tree. 
it's a lot more damaging to the apples than it is yeah, to the Yeah, it's a big trees. problem in the apple industry. But they have a spray program, and they have fungicides that will manage it. But if you're growing mayhaws, it would be real hard to handle. All right. Uh, we uh, have a, a question from William in Royce City. Let's go to him. William, you're on the air with uh, George Ray. How can he help you? Hey, Mr. Hey. I, I thought I heard you. I wanted to make sure that I planted a pecan tree this year just a few weeks ago. And I thought I just heard you say that you need to cut half of it off. What did I hear? Yes, sir. How, let me ask you, how tall is your tree? Uh, I'm guessing 15 foot. It was a 45. Oh, wow. You bought a mature tree. It's totally different. You're going to have a... You're going to have a, you will have a tree with time, but what you, what I'm preparing you for what's going to happen. Do the best you can at planting it, get as much roots into the ground as you possibly can, keep all grass and all away from the tree. Uh, but your tree is going to sit there for a long time, and then three or four years from now, it's going to take off. So the big question, and this is going a little bit away from your question, is do I plant a big tree like you have or do I plant a smaller tree which will start growing much faster? And what we've learned at the end of about 10 years after planting, they'll both be the same size. So you could have planted a, a bare root tree that was only six foot tall. You cut those off halfway. On your big tree, you just leave it like it is, and you understand that we're going to water it just enough, but not too much. And then with time, it will you'll get new roots develop, and it'll take off. So you have two ways to go. You went and and. You know, the problem we have is some people say, well, if I plant a big tree, I'll be in production faster. Well, it turns out they both come in at about the same time. You had a question, William? Yes, sir. So just in that, when he said watering, just enough but not too much, does that mean, like, put your finger down in the ground, if you can poke your finger down, it's moist, it's probably pretty good? Yeah, and you can take a, a regular a steel rebar, 3 3H rebar, and, and after you get through watering, See how deep the, the rebar will go into the ground with regular pushing. And if it'll only go one inch, you need to water slower, longer. If uh, if it goes in whooshy like in jello, you're watering too much. But this uh, probe method of checking soil moisture will help you. William, I'm going to answer based on a container-grown tree, not necessarily a pecan tree. George Ray has the final vote after he hears what I tell you. Um, when I when I see somebody plant a container-grown, a big container-grown tree or shrub, like a big holly or something, I want him to water uh, in the in the heat of the summer, from from mid-May on to early October. I want him to put about as much water as that container had and do it every third or fourth day so that I'm sure that the bottom of that soil ball that the, that the plant came in uh, is not getting dry. Uh, that's especially critical uh, as far north as we are and as high as our temperatures go and as dry as we have been. <clears throat> and so if, hang on just a second. So if we have um, been in a drought and you have that in a 45-gallon pot, that's what it came out of, you'd put 40 or 50 gallons of water on it and really soak it and and then wait several days. Now, this is summertime. It's not something you do uh, every three days now, but you really get it good and wet. And it is going to be mushy after you do it then, but you wait until it begins to get a little bit dry before you water it again. You You should not just water the top two or three inches. You've got to get water to the bottom of the root zone, especially with a big pecan that has a deep root system. George Ray, you get a veto power on that answer. Well, I have I have food for thought. The deal is that in order for roots to absorb water, there has to be 40% air in that ball. So if you soak it until it's soggy wet, there will be no air, and it will be more harm than good. So it's a tricky deal. You want to do like Neil says. You want to give it enough water to get it wet all the way down, but you do not want to create an underground lake with no air.
Yeah, he said that last hour, and we're going to honor that. I've got to hit a newscast. We'll do our break after the cast, uh, uh, Mike, to give you that heads up. And uh, I think that gives you enough to think about. Just don't let it get too dry, but don't keep it soggy. Thank you very, very much for that call, William. Good luck with it. We'll be back after the news. 100 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP and WBAP.com. A former childhood star voices support to the Freedom Convoy. I'm Kim Lampkins from the Audi Dallas WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. At this hour, no issues on the roadways. But if you see something we should know about, call our traffic tip line at 214-866-8888. WBAP weather forecast. I'm WFA meteorologist Kyle Roberts. After a cold start with plenty of sunshine, temperatures climbing to the low 60s for your Sunday afternoon. The winds will be out of the southwest, shifting down to the northwest about 5 to 15 miles an hour. Clear skies tonight, down in the upper 30s as you start your Monday. Monday afternoon will be near 70 with sunshine. Sunny and breezy on Tuesday with highs in the low 70s. More clouds and a chance of rain on Wednesday. Right now it is uh, 40 degrees in Dallas, 41 in Fort Worth. The so-called Freedom Convoy continues to snarl a major bridge connecting the U.S. and Canada as a former child star gives a thumbs up. Ricky Schroeder wants American truckers to shut down the nation's capital over COVID-19 restrictions. The actor praised the Freedom Convoy in Canada and took to his Instagram to read from the Bible after he finished his verse. He spoke about what's happening in the country and up north. I think we see what we're facing here. It's an evil that is trying to be forced upon our children and upon us. And God bless the Canadian truckers. Reports in the Hill said there is talk among truckers in California to kick off something similar in March. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Gearing up for the big show in L.A. today, North Texas will be represented WBAP's Clayton Neville. Highland Park High School alum and L.A. Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford, Scott's head coach Randy Allen, coached Stafford to a state title in 2005. He has a mind for football, and now he's with a team surrounded by stars, and uh, I couldn't be more excited for him. DeSoto's Von Miller will also suit up Sunday for the Rams, and Azel's James Casey is the tight ends coach for Cincinnati. Clayton Neville, WBAP News. I'm Kim Lamkins. Our next news update is at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP, 99.5 FM HD2 and WBAP.com. Thank you, Kim, very much. Let me tell you about Ace Hardware because Ace is the place where you get great products and great service. I'll finish it the right way in a moment. Let me tell you about Ace Hardware. I had a a nice uh, Zoom conference with uh, several of their leaders on Friday and I told them how honored I was to be on their sales team. And they're happy with the uh, ads that they're getting and the sponsorships that they have and the other things that are going on. And you know what? They now have 40 stores in the North Texas area. They're adding stores here and there. And this is not a national chain that just moved into town. These are individuals in your town who own their stores and who are proud to be parts of your community. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer. Find a great deal on miracle Grow potting soil. That's two cubic foot bags, sale price $12.99. That's a deal, but save three more dollars with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only $9.99, limit of 66 zero bags. And you can get an Ace Rewards card in about 30 seconds when you go up to the counter, when the checkout counter. Your plants want to show off. Give indoor and outdoor container plants the right ingredients to grow bigger and more beautifully with miracle Grow Potting Mix. Their specially formulated mix feeds for up to six months for more blooms and more color. It grows plants twice as large versus unfed plants. You can get that and a whole lot more at Ace Hardware because, all right, we'll finish it right, Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Happening over there. Russian forces. Happening right here. Deadly crimes have surged. Rising costs. No matter where it happens, your world happens. On a daily basis, getting updates. Here, News Talk 820 WBAP at 99.5 FM HD2. Baylor Scott and White Health sponsors this entire hour, and they've done so for many, many years. 
Gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy. Well, I'd like to take some time to talk about another group of incredibly hardworking people. They are the people who keep us happy and healthy. They're our beloved health care workers. They are out there on the front line. They have the hardest job of all. And we owe each and every one of them a giant thank you. Thank you for never giving in. Thank you for never settling for good enough. Words you'll never hear coming out of the lips of Baylor Scott and White workers. Oh, that's good enough. That just doesn't get said at Baylor Scott and White. And my wife serves proudly on the board of Baylor Scott and White and McKinney. And she comes home and says, that's the Baylor way. I hear her say that about things that we do around our house. That's the Baylor way. And that means that's at the top level of performance. It's not easy to protect us from COVID, but we see you folks at Baylor Scott and White showing up every day and giving every ounce of your energy. And so to you, my listener, remember that there are many ways that we can show our appreciation to the frontline people. Get vaccinated. Wear your mask. We do. We did. We got vaccinated. I'm waiting for my fourth shot. uh, I'll be eligible here before long. Wear your mask. We do. These are great ways to show your support and share those messages on social media. One more big thank you to Baylor Scott & White Health, especially to the front line for all that you do to keep us all safe. So we say it one more time. Baylor Scott & White, thank you. Hi, everybody. Brian Kilmeade here from the Fox News Channel. Congratulations, WBAP, on serving Dallas-Fort Worth for the last 100 years. Here's to 100 more. Womack Nursery, once again, I want to invite you to uh, to contact them. I want to thank them for sponsoring uh, the program for the last couple of months in anticipation of this program to get you ready to let you know that there is a source of all of the varieties that are recommended by Texas A&M. At least when we began a couple months ago, they had almost all of them in stock. Uh, here's what happens, so don't delay. If you have a variety of fruit or pecan that you really want to get, then you need to order it as soon as you can, and Womax is a great source of those varieties. Uh, the commercial people, the, the people who have big orchards, know that the varieties are good, and they may go in and buy a 100 or a 1,000 of them. Womax sells in those numbers, and so you don't want to delay. Get your order in right away. They ship by mail order. You don't have to drive to De Leon. They ship to you. If you want blackberries or grapes or plums, uh, you can get them. Pecans, you can get them from Womack's. They sell in a variety of sizes, and they are proud and happy to sell to individuals for your home orchard. Womack Nursery, request a free catalog or look at their whole line online at their website, WomackNursery.com, W-O-M-A-C-K nursery.com and uh, they're at 2551 state highway 6 in de leon texas de capital l-e-o-n 76444 the phone number is 254-893-6497 they're open monday through saturday womack nursery.com womack's in de leon You don't just want your garden to grow, you want it to flourish, much like our hopes for living in a world without COVID. Let's join Baylor Scott & White Health in saying a big old thank you to the front line. They're doing what it takes to keep hope flourishing, and we need that now more than ever. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Stubby. Phone number is 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227 got them cleared and and available to you that'll be the last time i'll give the number today 800-288-9227 george ray i want to ask you a couple of questions one is especially fun sounding here i came from sheena in campbell who says that she uh, took a big bunch of pecans in to sell the store uh, said that they had a disease that made the pecans flat he called them uh, pig nuts (laughs) said they were not allowed to buy pig nuts, they are not safe to eat, and she wonders what your thoughts are. We have a neighbor who has a a tree that looks like a pecan, and the nuts are not symmetrical. They're they're, they're flat on one side. Yeah, those are pig nuts, and uh, they're called carrot. the same scientific family, but it's a different species. It's called aquatica. And they grow wild in, low, in places that have less than perfect drainage. 
They are bitter. The common name is for bitter pecans, and she's right. When you bite into it, and it has a kernel, it's a little mm-hmm. darker than normal. When you bite into it, it is, it is definitely bitter, and it's edible by animals, but people do not eat them. They they can be grafted. You can use a, uh, a bitter pecan rootstock and graft a Choctaw onto it or a Kansa onto it or any of the varieties we have can be grafted onto Aquatica, but it's definitely uh, in the family, but a definitely different species of plant. Super. I will send the feral hogs that way then. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want to ask you for a general fruit and pecan spray schedule. Is there such a thing online now? Used to be a good one for extent, uh, from Extension Service, and that's not been up there for several years, has it? No, it hasn't. And there's another thing. My book, Growing Fruits, Nuts, and Berries in the South, has a fabulous spray program in the back. And you can buy my book on eBay. They go for as little as $20 all the way up to several hundred dollars, <laughs> depending on how many people are, are listing my, my books. Uh, I need to re- I need to do like you and rewrite a new book and bring it up to date. But in my book, I have a very simple uh, spray program for homeowners that will work real good. The basic line is on it is this. Use a combination of, of uh, malathion and seven, and put those uh, in your pump-up sprayer, your hose-on sprayer, whatever, and use the recommendations on the label. Spray those on the tree, and that will control all insects that will occur. Now, for disease, it's a little bit more difficult. We can use captan, or we can use benlate, and... Uh, we would only recommend using a fungicide if it's raining all the time. When you use too much fungicide, you get resistance, and that's a problem. So that's my answer to the spray program. Okay. All right. Um, all right, I want to go to uh, Trent in Waldo with a pecan question. Trent, this is uh, Neil with George Ray. How can he help you? Hello, Trent. Oh, Mike is still taking the question. I'm sorry. All right, let me ask you another question then or two. Uh, what is the current recommendation uh, for, uh, this is Vernon in Brenham, and the, I really need this help. What is the current recommendation for borer control in peach trees for consumers? Well, there is a product called Lower Span, and it's a very toxic product, and it's only available for commercial apple, uh, grow, uh uh, pesticide applicators. In other words, you have to have a license to buy it. Now, the old Tommy's, though, and you're going to probably laugh about this, but the old Tommy's solution was you take mothballs and you and you put them in a little bag and you bust them up with a hammer and you sprinkle those in a little circle around the base of the tree. I don't know if mothballs work, but at least we feel like they're working. Any insecticides, and another thing about peach tree borer, you want to spray on the trunk of the tree in the late fall after the crop is harvested. You never treat for peach tree borer where there's fruit on the tree. But any kind of insecticide sprayed on the lower trunk will give you a, a, a little bit of help, and you may have to spray every week. But if, if you're commercial, you will use lower span in the, in the fall of the year, and that will control peach tree borer. All right. That's, uh, that's a shame that it uh, left the, the market. Is that is a, a, a Dursban chlorpyrifos derivative? Is it not? Yeah, I think so. That is correct. Yeah, and so when, no, no, uh, there's, when there's two different ones, there's a Dursban and there's a Lorsban. The really strong one is Lorsban, and it's a liquid and it's it's toxic. You know, you don't. We don't want homeowners <laughs> to be messing with it. It's not. It's not for the general public at all. Only commercial growers use it. Okay. As a matter of fact, if they didn't have it, we wouldn't have a peach industry pretty much, you know, in the South. Yeah, I, I understand. I, we'll leave it without editorial comment at this point. Um, all right, now we're ready for Trent in Waldo. Trent, go for it. Trent, are you there? All right, we're having trouble. And Mike, <laughs> he's gone. Oh, great, after all that. There he is now. Trent, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, Neil. Thank you. Can't hear you. Hello? Yes, now you're there. Go for it. Okay, thank you, Neil. So my question, George Ray, sir, is I've got a pecan tree that appears to have two 
separate trunks at the base of the tree. Should I cut one of them out? Yes, sir. Okay, take thank the, you. Take the weak one out and leave the strong one. Okay, thank you. Is there any chance, George Ray, that one of those trunks is coming from beneath a graft union? Well, I don't know. It may be a seedling. Okay. Is it a grafted tree, or did it grow from a seed? I I don't think his connection is strong enough to continue that on. Yeah, I hear you. Folks, any time, and this goes for ornamental plants as well, any time you have that happening... You need to look very closely. If it's a grafted tree like a redbud, one of these improved redbud varieties, make sure that that what you're taking off is uh, not the improved variety. And uh, uh, so, and anyway, pecan trees, all grass are in the lower foot, or usually they're about six inches above the uh, the root zone. So. You, you should know, be able to see a crook in the trunk or a change in the bark texture or something on a young tree to tell where it where it was made. So just, right. uh, just be very, very careful. Um, I want to go through, uh, and, and William north of Houston wants to know the best variety of peach uh, for his area. And I had a question that uh, came in. Um, from someone in the in the Houston area, a lady who said that when she grew up, she had peaches all over her neighborhood. And now she doesn't see right. them, and she wants peaches for her grandkids. So both of those go in that same kind of category. And, George Ray, I want to go through the best varieties. You do that for us every year. Yeah. And, and so folks who are calling, I think I want to call a halt on the calls and let George Ray go through his variety recommendation list of the uh, maybe eight or ten best fruit crops or all the crops and what the best ones are. And he's going to start with the ones that are most reliable. So be prepared to hear uh, things like methylene plum and orient pear and Wachita uh, blackberries and things like that at the front of the list. And I suspect you're going to hear strawberries somewhere down in the 1,000th best fruit <laughs> crop. <laughs> so, anyway, we'll come back to that in just a second. Stay with me, George Ray. We'll come right back. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Uh, this is a very short version of the book uh, ad because you've heard it three other times. Let me uh, tell you that you can order it from my office or my website. Those are the two ways you can get it. It's not in stores and it's not on Amazon. That was a conscious decision on my part because I wanted to sign every copy for you. It covers every aspect of outdoor gardening uh, from fruit and vegetables to landscapes and lawns. Uh, for the whole state of Texas, 840 photos, 344 pages, hardback, high-quality paper. I sign every copy as it sells. It's $36.95 plus tax and postage, and your satisfaction is completely guaranteed. Buy it now, and I'll get it to you before the week is out. Order it from neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, or call my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, at 800 800- 752 G R O W 800-752-4769. The better way is to go to my website and order it from neilsperry.com. This is Neil Sperry for Advanced Foundation Repair. I hope you never need their services, but if you do, you will be so glad they're available. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house. Give them a call for that free home inspection. 214-333-0003. They are the best. I know from firsthand experience. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Let's talk about Mueller right now because they are very important uh, for uh, buildings in, in Texas. They do beautiful work. There's a lot of talk about uh, Made in America these days. I just did that in my book, Made in Texas, and so is Mueller. Ninety years made in Texas, made in America. Mueller metal roofing and steel buildings are made right here by people who care about quality of both materials and workmanship. Whether it's a metal roof for your home or a custom steel building or even a shed or a greenhouse for the backyard, Mueller means quality, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Mueller has four manufacturing facilities right here in the USA. And with 33 branches for sales and service, there's a Mueller location near you. 
Now, when you choose Mueller for metal buildings or roofing, you're choosing uh, the best quality products to protect your family and your property. And you're supporting local jobs and local families. These are ordinary, hardworking people who are proud to provide a product made right here in America. Ninety years they've been doing this, so they're doing it right. Visit MuellerInc.com, again, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. You'll find a location near you. That's 877-268-3553. Mueller, made in America and made to last, MuellerInc.com. Gardening advice is only helpful when people actually hear it. And the same goes for telling folks about all the things our healthcare workers are doing to protect us from COVID. So share the word on social media. Remind your friends and family to say thank you to the front line. And now back to Neil. All right. Thank you, Stuby. George Ray, did you get those masks you were tearing out to get last night? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No problem. He heard there was a, a deal at a local retail yeah, outlet they free and, and they had a gigantic barrel full of them and <laughs> a couple of other people called and joe lynn told them and so they ran down and got their free mask also i might go down there after we get off the air and i may go get another bag of them they're really good masks i don't know why they're giving them away that's great well that i think because they're trying to help the world you know i guess so <laughs> I, well, I'm, I'm ready to go over my, our list. You and I have a list every year if you want to Yes, do sir, it and I, I'm going to ask that this be a list for – I'm going to ask because because there are a lot of people going to be listening to the podcast of this around the rest of the state, George Ray. Sure. Start so with North Central Texas. Texas. Start, yeah, okay, go for it. Okay, of all the different fruit trees we grow, the uh, easiest one to grow is Orient Pear. Orient Pear does a great job for us. It uh, lives for a long period of time. It's a good, good strong pear. It's delicious to eat fresh, or you can can it. Now, at the A&M Pecan Orchard, we have a pear variety deal, and we have been impressed by the performance of Lecant. In the old days, we thought Lecant fire blighted. So in addition to Orient Pear, we want to add the Lecant pear also. Now, the second easiest crop to grow in, this, in, in any kind of environment will be blackberries, and the best blackberry is Washita. We talked about it earlier, which is a thornless-type variety, and then we have Kiowa, K-I-O-W-A, is a thorny blackberry. So for blackberries, we'll grow Washita or we'll grow Kiowa, and that's for all the way from the Red River to uh, south of Houston. The third easiest of all fruit trees to grow will be methylene plum. And we talked about methylene having brown rot and some other things. And, and it's a very old variety. It is somewhat self-pollinator, it, and it pollinates other varieties. So methylene plum will give us a crop, and plum jelly is good if you like to make uh, 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 preserves at home. Entire state? Uh, I say again? Entire state? Yeah, the entire state. Though it's a low chiller. It you know it kind of defies the deal. You can grow it all the way. I had it at up at Texarkana, so you can grow it all the way to the Red River. Okay. And uh, it may bloom early and then get past the bloom stage, and a freeze will come later. That the fruit will be far enough along to where the freeze doesn't kill it. Okay. The next crop we'll talk about is grapes. The best all-around table grape would be Blanc du Bois which is a white grape. It's used for wine. It's uh, the leading wa- white wine grape in South Texas. It does not get Pierce's disease. It's more or less the grape of the future and the wine of the future. We do have two other older varieties, black Spanish and Champanelle. Champanelle is a jelly grape only. You can't eat the fruit. And then black Spanish is a wine grape. But the main white grape of the, of the three, Blanc du Bois, is the one that stands the uh, most potential. Now, for peaches, we're going to have to divide the state a little bit to the south, medium south being from Interstate 10 and south, and then from uh, from Houston up to Waco will be a second tier, and then from uh, Dallas Fort Worth to the Red River will be the coldest. So, for the warmer southern part, we have we have Florida King. Of all of varieties, no one has done as well as Florida King. It's about a 400-hour chiller, and it will do well for you. Now for that mid-region from from Houston north up to Waco, we grow two varieties, June Gold 
and we grow La Feliciana. Both of those are outstanding, and I mean they will do. If, if peaches are going, the quality of the fruit is delicious. The aroma, the taste, the health of the tree. Those two varieties are are outstanding and do really good for you. Now uh, we have an A and M variety that also fits in with June Gold and La Feliciana called Techstar. And Dr. Dave Burns here at A&M is one of the top peach breeders in the United States. And I've talked to him, and I said, Dave, your career is just like mine. You're here 40-plus years. What's the deal? I said, what's the best peach you ever had? And he says, it's our tech star. It has been the best for us. So from from Houston all the way up to Waco, we would grow those three varieties, June Gold, La Feliciana, and Techstar. Okay. Now, as we get into a colder region, from uh, Waco north up to Dallas, and then from Dallas all the way up to the Red River, Harvester, the LSU variety, is the number one peach grown in the south. So it is the commercial peach, and it will do great in the homeowner's condition uh, situation also. And we're learning about Harvester. It can also squeeze a little bit south. It's, we don't know exact chilling requirement is kind of a, a vague term. It's not an exact science term, but harvester can go a little further south than we thought, and it'll also go a little further north. Now, for the from Dallas north, from uh, uh, the colder part of Texas, we have two varieties that do really good: Red Globe and Ranger. They have a 800 to 900 or 1,000 hours of chilling, so these are the North Texas only. But those two are bona fide, high-quality commercial varieties that are planted all over our northern uh, northern area. About two minutes left, George Ray. Okay. Oh, well, we better j- jump on to the other thing. Okay, on April, I have our, my list here that we, we had for you years ago uh, for for persimmon, we grow Eureka. Uh, for muscadines, we grow Black Beauty. For pecans, we've our, we uh, a new thing on pecans. Sue is surprising us. We're growing Sue pecans in many places. It is a super, the highest quality pecan grown. So, in addition to Caddo, we can also grow Sue. And the far west is 100% western. Okay, on blueberries, on blueberries, we the the leader by far is Tiff Blue. Now, uh, and figs, it's Celeste, C-E-L-E-S-T-E, but we also have Alma fig. The problem with Alma, we're having, we, it's not readily available to a, a lot of people. Now, on apples, especially apples from Dallas North, we have Gala and John of Gold. Gala is a is who is it? We buy galas and John of Gold at the grocery store. That's a that's the music music that's means the time it. is time, <laughs> music means time's up, but uh, and folks, blueberries are going to be East Texas acidic soils. George that's Ray, right. this has been fabulous. We'll start the list earlier next year. Right. I really am grateful, folks. Thanks for listening, George Ray. Thanks for being here. Have a great day. Till next week. Happy gardening.